0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick Six Podcast. Happy Tuesday, day two of free agency. March the 12th, 2019. I'm Will Britson. I'm your host. This is a Super Friends special. Got a bunch of guys on the phone firing up Skype emojis trying to get me to laugh during my intro. It's not that hard. By the way, we're on Spotify now. Very exciting news. Ryan Wilson. John Breach, I hate you guys. And Sean Wagner are all here pressing Skype emoji buttons. If anybody's ever, we're just moving straight off from Skype emojis. This is out of control. Uh, we're going to talk about Nick Foles, Landon Collins, Trent Brown, Honey Badger. We got a tons of deals. Money was flying everywhere. It was like, and sh- we'll also talk about actual honey and actual badgers. Will we have time for that? <laughs> we will, John Breach. We will. Okay. Good, uh, good. the money was flying like John. At a bocce bar at 3 a.m. Just making it rain, buying drinks. Like John's
1: here. Arms at a Britney Spears concert on his birthday.
0: You really hung up on that Britney Spears thing, Ryan, aren't you?
1: I was jealous that I wasn't invited, I'll be honest with you.
0: And- Ryan, plenty of people go by themselves to a Britney
2: Spears concert. That's the only way you can afford front row tickets. If I'm bringing people, that's that's way too expensive. By myself,
1: boom. Britney might see me, might want to marry me. You just don't know what's going to happen. Marry or bury? <laughs> Sean, do you, do you know one Britney Spears song? Of course. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I know the first ah. one that came out with. What she, are you
0: talking about?
1: I know the schoolgirl outfit one, but I don't know any ones after that.
0: What a,
3: so that's toxic so... is, is a song that holds up even today.
1: That first one I just said? Toxic. Oh, I don't know that. Is that the schoolgirl outfit one?
0: Ryan, you realize how creepy you sound yeah. saying schoolgirl outfit? Right? I, just I remember know, the
1: video. I, songs, I don't
0: know the schoolgirl
3: outfit. You
2: remember about. the video of the girl in high school singing a song? That's a <laughs> funny one to remember. <laughs> yeah,
1: that one. Well, that was like 1998, maybe? Baby, one more time. Is this? Yeah, that one. There what about, you go. Oops, you. oops! I did it again. I mean,
0: come on, right? Yeah, that one. You just uh, okay. it
3: up, Those put. were two. Those were two of her first hits.
0: Yeah, yeah thank, you. Mean, like, thank you, thank you. Yeah, please. Um, all right. So, free agency happened. We're going to hand out grades because really, you can't do that enough. Um, I'm excited to do my grades. You guys can do your grades. We're going to run through them. We're going to try and do it into in, this, in uh, most important and exciting to down to what has happened we're recording this at eight thirty p.m eastern time on monday night the latest signing was honey badger tyron matthew to the chiefs uh we will get to that one in a second if anything happens after the recording we'll wrap it into wednesday's show recorded same bat time same bat channel do you remember uh who's who sean who would be the your batman of choice like who's your generation's batman
1: christian Bale. i knew it i knew wow. you were gonna
0: say that yeah that's that's depressing Adam what do you, what do you mean?
3: Those are three really good movies.
1: They're the great movies. Adam West was in the late 60s. So what's,
3: that's the what's, the what's the problem with having him be my generation's Batman? The problem well,
2: is his
0: name's not Michael Keaton. That's 100% correct. Or Adam West. Right. Oh this this is how you define how old somebody is, right? It's like, you know who was great? Charlie Chaplin. um <laughs>
1: He's Just, the Adam West of vaudeville.
0: My my James
3: Bond is also Daniel Craig. That's that's disgusting. You disgust me.
1: So. He's a good James Bond.
0: Um, anyway, moving along to the actual stuff at hand. Let's start first of all in Jacksonville, where BDN Mister Nick Foles signed a massive deal that will pay him eighty eight million dollars over four years, with fifty million dollars guaranteed. My grade for this move. A C-minus. The Jaguars bid against themselves. It makes no sense. They paid Nick Foles $88 million, and the only explanation I heard for this was from Mike Garafalo of NFL Network, who said that the Jaguars needed to convince the rest of the locker room that Nick Foles is worth being a starting quarterback and to pay him starting quarterback money. Ryan, what's your grade for Nick Foles?
1: It's exactly what that John Breach emoji is, the the crying tears. I heard Garafalo say that, too, and here's the thing. So you sign that deal, which is can go up to 102 million. So that dude can make more than 25 million a year on a four-year deal. What happens if you get 0 and three and throw nine interceptions? How's the respect level going to be <laughs> whether you're making 25 million year a, a year or, or two million a year, which is what he probably close more closely deserves? And I ain't blaming Nick Foles. You don't get you don't blame the guy cashing the checks. You, you blame the person writing them. And um, draft a quarterback at number seven, and you can you can sign or find someone. Much cheaper. I mean, as you point out, no one was competing for Nick Foles, especially at that, at that price. It, m- it makes zero sense to me. If you have the cap space, I'm not sure what the cap space situation is. That's fine. I'm not giving it a C minus or C plus. I'm giving it an F. It oh, makes zero wow. All right. I agree. What's good about, it? I mean, you're just blowing money. I, I, as I said two or three podcasts ago, Nick Foles is worth 1.5 more wins than Blake Bortles. Is that worth $20 million a year?
0: Well, the, the worst I like part,
3: Brian has invented his own war system for the Thank NFL, you.
1: <laughs> and it's extremely accurate. Plus I would love to
3: know the formula. Of one, how you got the one point five?
1: It's plus or minus eight wins, Sean. So it's a lot.
2: I'm going to split the difference between you guys. Brenton says C. Wilson says F. Sean says he agrees with F. I'm going to go D. I'm going to go D because we were talking about the Batman. This BDN. is like casting Bat. It's like casting Val Kilmer to play <laughs> Batman, where. You just, you, what's going on here? Like, 2019 makes, Val Kilmer. <laughs> well, I'm sure they thought it made sense to cast Val Kilmer at the time, but then when he actually got on the screen, he's the worst Batman ever. And, and so that's what you see Nick Foles has got to replace Blake Bortles. We need a new quarterback in here. But throwing $22 million at him when you should have paid him maybe $14 million. it's like going into Starbucks and willingly paying $90 for a $2 cup
0: of coffee. makes no sense. Without making no. T-minus. With, with oat milk. <laughs> Just to play, I'm surprised that I, I'm the highest one here on Nick Foles. Just to play Devil's avocado in the words of Tracy Jordan. Um, I would point out that if the Jaguars don't go with Nick Foles, they kind of have to go with Blake Bortles. I mean, they could yeah, sign Teddy
1: Bridgewater. They could
0: sign like Bridgewater. Exactly, that's what I would have done.
1: Draft somebody. I mean, come on, you're wasting. Your, what's their your cap situation?
0: They, they've got. They, uh, they're they going to save some money off of uh off cutting Bortles. Blake Bortles. Yeah. Uh, but they, uh, look, th- no one thinks it's a smart deal, right? I mean, like, it's a, I, I don't think anybody was like, oh, okay, you know what? That was a really good deal. That was a great, uh, that was a great, that was a great job by you guys. You did a really good job. Um, yeah.
1: What's the over-under and how long this locker room respects Nick Foles for making 20 million a year when they start 0-3? Uh,
0: and the Jaguars are right around league average. They have 28.3 million dollars in, in, uh, cap space, by the way.
2: Uh, but they freed up on, f- Friday by cutting 25 people off the roster. And here's the thing is that just because they made that crazy dumb extension with Bortles February, like why double down and sign another quarterback? If I'm Tom Coughlin, I would have sucked it up, stuck with Bortles for another year because cutting him is a $16.5 million dead cap hit and drafted a quarterback. Just say, you know what? He got us the playoffs one year. He sucked this past year. Split the difference and pray to God that he can have another playoff year. If he doesn't, we just drafted this guy who can start. We can bench Bortles midseason like we did in 2018. I would not have given Nick Foles $22 million. That would have been option
1: F. So, yeah, you gave him a D. So, Breach, at the Combine, there was uh, rumors floating about that one of the reasons they would target a veteran quarterback is because it would prolong the livelihood of Doug Marone and and, uh, Dave Caldwell, the GM. Of course, yeah. But I mean, that's, that's a terrible reason to, to, to pay Nick Foles the money when he's a short-term solution. And by short-term, I mean like three or four weeks.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't disagree. It's a terrible idea, but like NFL teams do this all the time. I mean, part of the problem is that you have, like, you can't just draft Dwayne Haskins with your first pick and hope that. Ownership is like well, if this done, you know, like the Jaguars have to win this year, and I I, w- I will say this, like Nick Foles gives them the best opportunity to win this year. I know you guys. No, like, yes, he does. Ale- 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 Teddy Bridgewater. No, yep. you don't. We, we see Teddy Bridgewater play one game since he came back from his. Yeah, but really you pretty- can sign Teddy Bridgewater for significantly
3: cheaper, and then keep some of the guys that they cut. Trade for Andy Dalton. That's. I mean, that's idea.
1: not even. I would take Andy Dalton over Nick Foles.
3: Nick Foles I mean, was Super well, Nick Foles played well down the stretch last year. If you, when does he play well? 2017 is going to end up being an outlier for both Nick Foles and the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'll just say that. So it's a perfect fit from that standpoint. Well,
0: 2018 was exactly the same as 2017. So I don't know what you're talking about.
3: But when does when does Nick Foles except, play except well? Except for the fact that Nick Foles didn't lead the Eagles to a Super Bowl and win Super Bowl. He, he played. He played. So besides, exactly Dude, he played really well
0: down the stretch. He got them to the okay. playoffs. So he dragged them to the playoffs. We
1: agree that Nick Foles played well down the stretch. How did Nick Foles do between September and December?
0: He has one good year. I mean, but if you look, I'm not, I am not the Nick Foles defender here. I thought I was, I, thought, I mean, hold on. He really doesn't even have one good year. He has
3: one good half year. No, he never true. started
2: more than, he's not started he, more than 11 games in a season. He, he did
3: have it. that Chip Kelly season, the 27 touchdown, two interception. Yeah. That, yeah. And he
2: replaced Michael Vick halfway through the year. He didn't play the whole season. He
0: threw 27 touchdowns and two picks. It was a great but, season. He did. With The Eagles, season. he came off the bench. He didn't play the whole year. I, again, nobody disagrees with that. That is a fact. But he had a good season. I think we can all agree with that. Yes, that's, he's, that's he's like
2: he's just only hosting the last half of this podcast and taking credit for the whole thing. Like, oh, that's
1: he, a, so Branson is doesn't play the whole year.
2: You, that, we don't know what he's
0: gonna over 16 games. Is that an option? Can I just host half the podcast? That'd be great. <laughs> um, look, look I, I don't, I'm not saying that Nick Foles is going to, I think this will work poorly for the Jaguars. I think they'll be bad. I think they'll finish in last place in the division because the other three teams are inherently better than the Jaguars. They had to cast off a lot of players in terms of defensive guys. They do have young talent, but I don't think we can expect their defense just to magically return to 2017 form because everybody's embarrassed about how they played in 2018. They have inherent problems inside their locker room and inside their culture, and they talked about that this offseason fairly openly. I think the Jaguars could stink, but I understand the logic and the the reasoning in why Nick Foles is your guy, I don't understand the logic and the reasoning in why you would tie to, tie yourself to him for four effing years at eighty eight million dollars. That's where my problem comes into play. If they'd gotten Nick Foles for two years at twenty five million dollars, you're like, well, you you hijacked Nick Foles, you you tricked him, you got him on a great deal. Good job by you. Like they should they should have called the Eagles and said, tag this guy and we'll trade you for him. And then we just won't give him a contract. And you got a one-year, $25 million deal for Nick Foles. That'd be much better. And let
2: me ask you guys this. Where do you rank Nick Foles among AFC South quarterbacks now? Where does he fall? Is he the worst? Is he, is he bottom? T- he's T3, I
0: think, with Marcus Mariota. I just don't No, you. he's
1: not. I like Mariota.
0: I like Mariota better, but, I mean, he hadn't been
1: – Well, who else – then who else is going to say that besides you then? No one on this podcast. I mean, Mariota hadn't been very good. Well, so what I'm saying is, yeah, he's a Super Bowl MVP, but
2: we all agree that he's a completely average quarterback, and now he is probably the worst quarterback in the AFC South. Maybe T3, like Princeton said, but he's definitely the second or the
0: worst.
1: Listen, Wilson yeah. stats, 1.5 wins above Bortles.
0: <laughs> Brian's, Brian's- <laughs> <laughs> it's rar ryan wilson rawr. above average it's like ryan wilson's above average r-w-a-r all right so we agree, that, we agree that uh nick nick falls not great what about landon collins one of the big splash signings early in the day uh, six years 84 million dollars to the washington redskins um i gave this grade I got it a C plus, and I'm actually surprised I was that high on it. I like again; it's a situation where I like the fit. I think that Landon Collins and the Washington Redskins make a lot of sense in terms of what they need. Uh, he's he's now with every single other pro Alabama uh, player, every every player to ever come out of Alabama on on the Redskins roster. Um, they didn't have any safeties on the roster, but this is a, a terrifying contract in terms of. The years and the amount guaranteed sixty four million dollars. Collins is still young at twenty five, and he was once a defensive player of the year candidate and an All Pro. But you are, I mean, if he's just if he's not good in coverage, and you just signed a, a, a box safety or whatever the phrase that people are throwing out there, um, you know, for six years in two thousand nineteen, th- this could be a throwback Redskins free agent signing.
2: I. My favorite part of this is that Jalen Ramsey's just kind of laugh it up like, Hey, box safeties are getting $14 million a year now. Where has the market gone? And, and Prince, I think I kind of agree with you. This feels like a C signing because Landon Collins, he's decent, but this is classic Daniel Snyder. Just, Hey, you know what? I'm just going to throw as much money as I can. Hope that fix our offseason problems. And it never does. You know, we know plenty of Redskins fans who seem to be in dire straits pretty much all offseason, hoping that Daniel Snyder does. Just throw a billion dollars away and signing free agents. So, this is this never works for the Redskins.
0: We've seen this plan before, right? We have seen this plan many a times.
1: Yep. See, I agree. I for basically all the same reasons. Can uh, Landon Collins play wide receiver or quarterback? Because if not, they're still going to be terrible.
0: He cannot. They have Case Keenum and Landon Collins. That's their entire roster. What do you think, Sean? I give it a C, too.
3: Um, everything you guys said, he's a good player. Um, It would just would have made more sense if he had gone to a team like the Chiefs, you know, for instance, who he can be the missing piece, you know, that fixes a clear problem. He might fix fix a problem in Washington, but he doesn't fix their biggest problem, which is that quarterback. But it makes Um, more sense
0: to him because he got eighty four million dollars. Yeah, yeah. It makes more sense (laughs) to him. I'm
3: saying it would have made more sense for a team to give him that money if they were like, Look, we are a good safety away. Um, from contending and I don't know how this helps the Redskins make the playoffs unless between now and dr- now and next se- next season um, they fix the quarterback position which they still could they could still draft a guy or they could still trade for someone like Josh Rosen um, so I think we're going to be grading the Landon Collins signing depending on how they enter next season at the quarterback position because if they're entering entering the season with Case Keenum they're not going to win anything with Landon Collins
0: did you see uh Josh Norman's tweet in Gettleman, we trust all DBs secure the bag. <laughs> That's pretty good. because Josh. Wait, what does that mean? Dave Gettleman rescinded the tag for Josh Norman. Oh,
1: gotcha. Right. And okay. then he
0: didn't tag Landon Collins. I, hey. think, I think one of the winners in this is the Giants for the Redskins soaking up their cap space on a guy that the Giants didn't want to sign. I mean, Landon Collins will probably have big games against him and maybe might end Eli Manning's career at some point, but. I if you're spending eighty-four million bucks on a safety. I mean, why well, I mean, your safety's getting so much more money? I was
2: going to say the biggest winner is every free agent safety. I mean, my God, you—I think you're about to fire. Yeah, I, I don't so know so what energy? happened.
1: Was this was this solely Eric Reed?
0: I, I don't know. Must have been. I mean,
1: well, Tyrant you got seven million one year last year.
0: Yeah, I—I well, I mean, let's not forget that. Like, you also had. um yeah, and just this, You're
1: struggling.
0: No, it just wasn't the same class. Like, I mean, Lana Collins is nope. Collins is a 25 year old former like he, potential first round pick.
1: He said
0: he can't cover. He can't cover. You said he can't cover. I said I didn't say that.
1: You said he's a box safety. You I said I, I, I
0: quoted Jalen Ramsey and said
2: I quoted Jalen Ramsey
0: I, again. It's the same thing with Nick Foles. I don't mind the player. I I don't mind the fit. I do I do mind the contract. That's the problem. You're gonna regret this contract in three years. Moving along, another safety. The honey badger signed. Uh Sean, you wrote the story. Tell us what he signed and what what you think about it.
3: It was a three-year deal worth forty-two million. Um and the report out there was that the Texans wanted to keep him, but they were offering him somewhere around ten million. Um so not only does he get more money, he also Goes to a better team with a better chance of winning a Super Bowl, and worth noting in January he tweeted something along the lines of "Getting money is cool, but I want to ring." Well, he ended up getting both, um, so I think I love it for him. Um, I like it for the Chiefs.
0: Sean, you've, are, already, you've already picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, haven't you? Oh I mean, my god, I mean, that's that yeah. That outlandish, would it? No, but I mean, this is sad that you're this in the bag for the Chiefs. You're, you might as well be a Chiefs fan. You picked, <laughs> you, pick, you pick. Oh my god, you're going to pick Chiefs Bears Super Bowl, aren't you? You're not allowed to pick Central Time Zone team.
2: Sean, no Bears, no Chiefs. You need to stay away. That's my that's a it's that's my time, time zone.
1: It's my time zone.
2: I live here. We made that rule. <laughs> Get on board hey, with it. Can I, ask, uh, I was going to actually
3: pick. Okay.
1: A quick aside this uh, is related yeah. to Sean. Sean found out earlier on Monday that Le'Veon Bell might be interested in the Bears. He suddenly wanted Le'Veon to go to the Bears. I think that's a terrible idea. What do you think, John, and or Will? What on earth are you talking
0: what, about Honey Badger. What are you doing what, disrupting this what podcast? <laughs> what are we talking about? Now? Well, <laughs> you're
1: talking about your Super Bowl teams, and, and it reminded me of this Levion conversation, which came you out You don't nowhere.
0: think that we've got plans to discuss Le'Veon at some point of this? Co- what are you doing, Antonio Brown? Get out of here with this locker room nonsense. Give me your take on Tyron Matthew, Ryan.
1: I think he's better than Landon Collins. I think he's a much better fit in in uh in Kansas City than Landon would have been there. And I think the price is what he should have gotten last year. And, uh, I think he makes that defense a lot better. They can still draft cornerbacks or whatever else they need on the defense, linebackers, edge rushers that just got rid of Justin Houston and, um, stock up that side of the ball and try to beat the Patriots at some point.
3: Do you guys think they keep Eric Berry, who also no. is getting 13 million a year and Matthew's getting 14 now? That's a lot of money at one position. Mm, no, I don't.
0: Yeah, it's 27 think million. Play
1: together. I give the move a B plus, by the way.
0: Yeah, I, I would get, I, I would give that a B plus or an A minus because three years, forty two million. Um, I didn't realize that it's basically the same thing as six years and eighty four million, but it just feels better. And I would guess that the Chiefs are taking some protection when it comes to Matthew, who's had injury history and obviously has all field issues before he came into the NFL. Although he's been perfectly fine um, since he got here, I. I I have no qualms with this issue, this this deal, because the Chiefs are so good offensively, and they got a guy who's a very versatile player who can play the slot, can play outside, can play safety, can do all that stuff. You can move him around. He can drop in. He hammers on the run when he's playing well. Um, and, and so, I, I I personally have no issue with it. I give it an A.
2: Okay. I will give it a B
0: plus. All right. Well, good. We're really disagreeing on this podcast, except for, actually Nick Foles, I guess. Uh, Trey Flowers signed for. Five years, $80 million. Man, remember when you had to be a baseball player to make money? Five years, $80 million. The Detroit Lions. I don't know if you guys know this. Trey Flowers, a former New England Patriot. And uh, it seems like the plan for the Titans and the Lions is – and apparently, as Jason Lockett Ford reported, the Dolphins were in on Trey Flowers too. All these ex-Belichick guys are just trying to sign – Bill Belichick players, which is hilarious to me because it flies in the face of the Patriot way. Like, don't pay the, don't overpay for the guy who's a free agent. Draft and develop, and then get the comp pick. The Patriots are big winners here because they get a third round. They'll likely get a third round comp pick for him. I, I gotta say though, um, are you shaking your head, Ryan, because you're disgusted by the Patriots getting another third round pick? Um, I don't mind this deal. I gave it. I give it a B. Uh, because Flowers is an ascending player, he is only 25. Uh He only has 21 sacks the last three years. But you're putting him on a on a defensive line with Damon Snacks, Harrison, Deshaun Hand, who's a, a high draft pick last year for the Lions. And I think that if Matt Patricia's defense is going to be good, they need a strong front four, and they now have a the pretty good makings of one. So personally, Ryan, I like it. Uh
1: Matt Patricia will be fired by week nine.
0: You're you there. have you have dirty. Patricia colored glasses. That's your problem.
1: Well, they also signed Danny Danny, Danny, Danny Amendola, former Patriot as well, although he left uh, Miami where Brian Flores is now. I mean, it's fine. I don't have any issue with the with the price tag. Trey Flowers is one of the best, arguably the best free agent on the market. He's really really good. But if the Patriots are willing to let him walk, that should give you pause. Although they'll let anyone walk except for Tom Brady, so maybe not. We'll see if it magically transforms um, the, the Lions. I suspect it won't. Um, and Dominican suit didn't magically transform any of the teams he went to after he left Detroit. Typically, defensive linemen don't magically transform the teams they go to, but I mean, he earned every penny that he's gotten, and I'm sure he'll make the defense better. Will they be good enough to improve their uh, wins over Wilson? We'll see. I, I don't think that, I mean, it's still <laughs> not going to be very good.
2: I i agree with Wilson. I am going to give it a C, and, and he was kind of saying what I'm about to say it's Like Matt Patricia. You coached with Bill Belichick. You should automatically know that the Patriots are letting someone walk. They're either doing it because that player's washed up or because you're going to have overpay for him. Trey Flowers, very talented, but is he worth $17 million a year? The Patriots don't think so. And you know what Bill Belichick is doing this weekend? He's got his shirt off on the beach in Barbados. You know why? Because he doesn't care about free agency because this is not how you build your team. He is laughing at Brian Flores. He's laughing at Matt Patricia. That's Next podcast we need to do from Barbados. That's where I was at my honeymoon. But Belichick really is there, and uh that tells you how much he is thinking about free agency. He's like, we don't need this. I'm gonna let those other guys make
0: holes of themselves. Sean, if you want to ruin Breach's Night, go write a story. Look here. Here's what Bill Belichick was doing during free agency while everyone was look at him. He knows he's he's <laughs> planning on writing it tomorrow. Look here's the here's what Bill Belichick was doing while everyone was spending their money in free agency. That's what you. Were, what was the headline you were thinking about? Please.
2: Shirtless bill Dude, bill me, bill. me or Sean? You. If you
0: Sean? had
3: shirtless, you're going to get
0: more
2: page views. Oh, yeah, definitely shirtless. works at him there. I mean, no, I, I don't think I would have done anything. I, w- I wouldn't have told you. I wouldn't have brought it up on the podcast. I would have mm, kept it true. a secret until tomorrow. Had,
0: did he get a second boat
2: or did he rename his original boat? I, I don't think his uh, boat made it from Florida to Barbados, Sprintson. I don't know if you've seen that boat. That's a, that's a pretty
0: far journey. It's like a three hour flight. Probably take four days. A-
1: Three
0: I swear he somebody showed him on the boat on Seven Rings. I thought I saw him shirtless on Seven Rings. Am I crazy?
1: I love that uh, I'm the creep talking about Britney Spears and you guys are talking about shirtless yeah, Bill Belichick.
0: I have not seen Bill
3: Belichick shirtless today.
0: Oh, you're behind the times then. I Googled Bill Belichick shirtless earlier. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, time. it's my Google Auto alert. In and that's, yeah, that's <laughs> that's you type in B in, in your browser. It's like Bill Belichick shirtless and it pops right up. Um you creep! Uh, all right, what was I going to say? Who's next on my list here? All right, Wait, I gotta, where's my grade for Trey Flowers? Well, dive on in. Quit shut <laughs> out. Quit googling Bill Belichick shirtless and dive in.
3: I am. I'm giving it a D, but I'm giving it a D in the context of everything that the Lions did today or did on Monday. Um, I like Trey Flowers. I don't think they grossly overpaid for him, but the Lions were really active in free agency. Uh, they signed, uh, Ryan's guy, Jesse James. Uh, they signed a slot cornerback out of Seattle. Uh, they have Danny Amendola. I just, they're big spenders and I would not be a big spending team if I were them right, right now because I don't think they're going to win in anything with, as long as they have Matthew Stafford making the money he's making, as long as they have Matt Patricia, they don't seem like a team that should be spending money on all these okay, good players, not great players. Uh, and it seems like these guys are all going to be, you know, uh, casualties against the cap eventually when they move on from Matt Safford and Matt Patricia and start over. So to me, it just feels like a lot – one team making a lot of moves um, that is going to get them to like 8-8. Eight eight.
0: Mm. Uh, worth noting I, – 8-8 I th- eight 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 would be great. Uh, our friend uh, Michael David Smith, uh, of Pro football talk, said that – and I think this is a good point. He said that um, you could reasonably infer from the moves the Lions made – that Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn have been instructed to win more quickly than they did last year. I.e., don't go six and ten again because we fired Jimmy Caldwell, and he could. Can I point something out? You, yeah, you, yeah, sure.
1: Jimmy Caldwell went nine and seven in back-to-back years and got fired.
0: Yeah, I thank. You. Yeah, for for your boy Matt Patricia. I just yeah. want here. I
2: want Ryan to say one more time that Patricia's trash because I feel like that's a hill he will die on that no one will keep. Oh, him that's him. the
1: hill I'm dying on. He's not trash. It just annoys me that he called out. Whoever that reporter was for being a slob,
0: yeah, it's insane. It's like he should have apologized. And been like, listen, I'm sorry. I am also a slob.
1: He, he is. He it's literally like, took a box car to work on the on the train, and he looks like a hobo. And he's like, "Come on, man, have some <laughs> self respect."
0: He's like, "Could you at least right. sit up while you're talking to me?" It's like, all right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be right back to recap the rest of the evening's free agent signings.
1: Robert Half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles. Chances are you're feeling this, too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
3: Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen.
0: Uh, next up, Quan Alexander. This is an eye popper. Now I'll give you this. Quan Alexander is 24 years old. He will be 25 in August, but he got four years and 54 million dollars. Sean from the San Francisco 49ers. I think. Did you write this post? It's one of the ones. No, you, wrote. you didn't. Who wrote this post? Given. David, oh, Dubin. Dubin. Uh, well, Dubin's not here, so you can be Dubin. That is but, our but friend I can, I can, Jared Dubin. Okay? Just for
2: those of you who don't know his first name, I was just
0: trying to engage Sean. He looks like you know. Sometimes you see a a, a millennial sort of, like, eh. You, you want to try? So and, like, try to if we him. don't
2: keep talking to him, he he turns on his Rogue One DVD and then starts watching that, and we have to rank him back in. And this happens pretty regularly. People didn't see this on Sunday, uh, so Sean, welcome back to the conversation. How do you feel about Quan? <laughs> and who would you compare it to in Rogue One?
3: Well, I think Breach just overtook hosting duties from from Brenton. Um, I don't have a Rogue One comparison because that makes no sense. But I do not like this fan. <laughs> I will give it an F. Wow. Uh, not because I think Quan Alexander is a bad player. I just think he's a deeply flawed player, and the money that they gave him—it's the highest, it's the most money for an inside
0: linebacker, right? He's getting more than $1 million per year more than Luke Keekley to be an yeah. inside linebacker. And he tore his ACL in week seven. Yeah. What yeah. are you – this is so an insane like, contract. He's got – he's a young player with potential. Um, there's also this
3: stat from PFF. Since 2011, only nine players in the NFL have missed over 50 tackles. Quan Alexander has 78 of those. Um, John Lynch has shown this – um Tendency to overpay in free agency. He gave Jarek McKinnon way too much money. Um, juice, uh
0: juice uh, the, the fullback juice check juice check, juice check.
3: Um, I can't remember who if someone had a good tweet about like the four key signings he's made um that he's overpaid on. So I I just I don't really understand it. I think they could have spent that money elsewhere and you know maybe not get a, a linebacker as good as Quan Alexander, but they'd be wasting that much room on him. I, I just don't get it. I'll give it an oh, F. Oh, an F! Wow. Wow.
1: Uh, it is weird. They they drafted Fred Warren last year, who had a really good year as a rookie in the second second or third round. So I don't know where Quan fits. They're going to probably draft Joey Bosa if um or Nick Bosa if, if Kyler Murray goes number one, and he'll be an edge rusher. So I don't know exactly what the plan is. And he's undersized. He's like two twenty five. I don't know. Yeah,
3: I I, I don't. I, uh, I, uh, what's funny don't know. is when I wrote the uh, linebacker free agency preview a couple weeks ago. I was just looking at it, and I was just like, oh, he's probably going to get re-signed by the Bucks on some cheap one-year prove-it type of contract. That's what it seemed like the market for him would have been because he's coming off a torn ACL. He's been inconsistent, but he he's young and athletic. So you would have thought he's getting a one-year cheap deal and try to hit free agency next year, and the 49ers just ended up giving it to him without him proving it.
0: Yeah, I don't understand. Look, you're right about it. And look um – um, they gave Jimmy Garoppolo money before they had to give him money. Yeah, too. that
3: that's another one. Yes.
0: Yeah, so Jimmy Garoppolo tore his ACL. Jared McKinnon tore his ACL.
1: I get that a little bit. Mean,
0: yeah, it's fine, but those two guys both tore their ACL. I'm not saying you could predict that, but then you just went out and signed a middle linebacker for fifty four million dollars after he tore his ACL. Does anybody else like to give a grade on this one? Yes, John.
2: I would like to give a D plus. That's what I and- give it. Well, Burns, I think you hit the nail on the head. With He's coming off a torn ACL, and I think last it's week we harped a lot on Earl Thomas. He wanted to be the highest-paid safety. We are like, how can you make that guy the highest-paid safety? He's coming off a broken leg. So I think this applies. How can you give a guy $54 million when he's coming off of ACL? It's almost like the 49ers' entire plan for 2019 is to hope they build team chemistry while doing rehab because we have Garoppolo off the torn ACL, Jerick McKinnon off the torn ACL, now Quan Alexander
0: is out of control. It's, it's, it's very dangerous. I mean, if I would be, I would be worried about it if I were them. Also, you're talking about a, a middle linebacker who needs to be able to cut and move and all that stuff. Like, he can't just, can't throw him out there off a torn ACL and hope he's fine on your crappy turf. Uh, also out in the Bay Area, we have, uh, Trent Brown. Another insane signing, another third round comp pick for the New England Patriots. Trent Brown signs a four year, $66 million deal. He was traded. This is the craziest one of all. He was traded for the 95th pick. The Patriots sent the 95th pick to the 49ers. The 49ers sent back Trent Brown and the 143rd pick. So the Patriots moved down, uh, what's Do the math. 48 spots. They get Trent Brown. They move up 48 spots in the draft. They get Trent Brown. They go out and Isaiah Wynn gets hurt. They plug Trent Brown into the starting lineup. They play him at left tackle. They win a Super Bowl with him. They let him walk and now they're going to get a third round pick or in the hundred range. They're basically going to get a better pick than the, like the equivalent pick to the one they gave up to rent Trent Brown and win a Super Bowl. It's. Bill Belichick madness. That's why you relax in the offseason in Barbados breach, because when you do that, your mind's clicking. It's operating at a higher level than everybody else. And this is a terrible deal by uh, by John Gruden, who 10 days ago, as Vic Tefer uh, of, of The Athletic noted, um, t- praised Colton Miller as a future pro bowl left tackle. Ostensibly, they will be moving Colton Miller to right tackle now, or they just paid $66 million for their new right tackle. I mean, do you think
2: Belichick is buying rounds of shots every time someone does something stupid in free agency, uh, watching the Lions sign Trey Flowers for that amount of money, and, and signing for Trent Brown? The thing I'll say about Trent Brown is that, look, the 49ers were just trying to give him away. Uh, then the Patriots, running him for one year, he worked in that offense because Brady throws it so fast, and you don't really, you know, if you're not a great offensive lineman, the Patriots offense is good for you because there's defensive lineman's not going to get to the quarterback is how fast. Brady throws it. We saw Joey Bosa complain about that in the playoffs uh, on the NFL films highlight. So I do not know how Trent Brown is going to Oakland. I don't think it's going to be any close to how well he did in new England. I give this uh, D plus.
1: Also, didn't this, uh, all this crazy spinning spree with Antonio Brown and Trent Brown preclude them from going after Le'Veon Bell. Is that the word on the street?
0: Yeah. And by the way, enough cash. by the way, Trent Brown, you know, his agent is, who you? No, you can guess who his agent is. <laughs> who do you think his agent is? Drew. Yeah, Drew Rosenhaus, same agent that Antonio Brown has, which is a little weird. Like, is it, is Drew Rosen? I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm, Drew Rosenhaus he represents has, a lot of people. Yeah, but it's a little bizarre that he gets he orchestrates a trade with John Gruden to get Antonio Brown there. Then 24 hours later, John, John Gruden is grossly overpaying. I mean, this is exactly like the Nate Solder deal last year. It's like, all right, he's pretty good as the left tackle for the Patriots, but he's probably better because he works for Dante Uh, You know, maybe we should just give him $70 million and make him the highest paid offensive lineman in the league. And, oh, by the way, he's working with Tom Cable, who ruins everything he touches. He's reverse Midas. <laughs> He's like, like Tom Cable, like the second Tom Cable left Seattle, their crap offensive line turned into the best offensive line, like the third best offensive line of football. The Raiders had an incredible offensive line, and now they're crap. And so, so I don't know, let's give him Trent Brown. I'm sure this will work out well. This is a disaster waiting to happen. I like, though, that this is setting up for the Raiders over under to be like eight and a half, and I'm going to hammer that under.
1: Yeah, they're not winning eight games. No.
0: Um, any more grades for Trent Brown? I give it a D plus as well.
1: Yeah, I give it a sub-C. Um, Sub the good news is uh, for, for... – Is that
3: a C minus?
1: Yeah, it depends on what done. That's, that's how C- they say an underwater say C. Yeah. But at least Drew Rosenhaus didn't have a press conference to, to uh, talk about how great the deal was for both sides like he did with the Steelers' and Antonio Brown. That was just <laughs> a, a slap in the face that, that was uncalled for.
0: <laughs> it's pretty funny though I thought. Um, okay, moving along. We're gonna do, we're gonna clump some wide receivers together and go through them in, uh, in one big group, if that's right with you guys. And let me know if I miss anybody, uh, very obvious and very big, because I'm trying to put all this together sort of on the fly. Since, you know, some things happen, I got a little bit behind in, in putting it together. Uh, Jameson Crowder, <laughs> three years, 28.5 million. Adam Humphreys, slot receiver, four years, 36 million. Danny Amendola, one-year, 4.5 four point five. So, hold on.
1: Uh, Crowder went to the Jets?
0: Oh, yeah. I guess it would be helpful yeah. if I told you where they went, Humphreys right?
1: Humphreys went to out west. Where would he go? Where did Humphreys go?
0: Charlie, 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 Titans. Titans.
1: Oh, Titans. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Titans
0: It is west of where you are. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Jameson Crowder, three years, $28.5 million to the New York Jets. Adam Humphreys, four years, $36 million to the Tennessee Titans. Oddly enough, Adam Humphreys never played for the Patriots, but he is a short white receiver, so that there you go. Uh, and then Danny Amendola, who did play for the Patriots, one year four point five million to the Lions. Devin Funches, one year thirteen million yeah. to the Colts. Uh Ryan, clearly Devin Funches stands out to you. Why?
1: He's slow, slower than most tight ends. <laughs> He's not very good. The Panthers got rid of him. How does he help in any way, shape, or form in in, a, in Indianapolis where they have $4 billion in, in salary cap space?
0: I have no answer for you. Uh, is he better than Eric Ebron? Chris Mortensen of ESPN reported on the deal first and noted – no, he's not better than Eric Ebron – and noted, no. that, noted that this deal is – um probably more like $10 million, and then with incentives up to $13 million. It
1: doesn't make it any better. It's
0: basically the Dante Moncrief deal with the Jaguars last year, and I pointed that out, and somebody was like, well, he doesn't have Blake Bortles throwing to him. He has Andrew Luck throwing to him. It's like, well, that's great. You know, he had Cam Newton throwing to him last year, and Cam's not the most accurate quarterback. But if you're a good receiver, Cam will get you the ball. And he didn't throw it to him. He would constantly throw it to Greg Olson instead. I, I agree with you. This is a terrible deal. It's just you – why do you have to get walked into $13 million? I know you got you know, tons of money. It doesn't technically matter, but why don't you By get- the way,
1: listen, Chris Ballard said he didn't want Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. You could have had Le'Veon Bell for $2 million more a year than when you paid Devin Funches. That's a good point. Now, granted, it'll be over a longer term and all that other nonsense, but on what planet are we talking about Le'Veon Bell and Devin Funches in the same breath?
0: Uh Well, this one, because you're comparing them, but I, I'm with you. They're not, they're not, uh, they're not the same player. I got to tell you, I, I don't love the money on the Jamison Crowder deal. 28.5 is, is a lot for three years of Jamison Crowder, but I love how Jamison Crowder fits. And I mean, that's 9.5 million a year. Still, I mean, I'd rather have that than Devin Funch's deal, right? Um, Humphreys, by the way, of course, for you math majors, 36 divided by four, 9 million a year. So you're talking about a 9 million range for some slot guys. Um, I don't mind either of these deals. 36 million feels like a lot for Adam Humphreys, but you need a good slot player. Humphreys was really good last year. Crowder was really good when he's healthy. He wasn't ever healthy in Washington, but I think the health issue in Washington, John, might be more a byproduct of, um, of the fact that the Redskins training staff is terrible. And so I like the Crowder deal. He's a good fit for, for Adam Gates' system. And I think you need with Marcus Mariota somebody like Humphreys that can create uh, separation underneath to help out Corey Davis.
2: Yeah, absolutely. If I had to rank the four signings, you just mentioned the wide receiver signings, I would go Humphreys one, Crowder two, Amendola three, Funches four. Is that right? No, Funches, yeah, Funches the worst. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's how I would do it. So, I mean, Amendola's,
0: Amendola's like a throwaway. I mean, it's like, like whatever. One, you know, like, if, if, get, if the Colts have gotten Funches for 4500000 million, I'd be like, yeah, oh, it's a pretty good signing. I like the, you know, like the little value there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's,
2: he could be uh, Matt Stafford's Julian Edelman. I don't know if that's possible, uh, it, but you have of $13 million is absurd, even if that is not his base salary and that is the max out. Uh, Amendola, like you just said, throw away money. If he becomes Stafford's security blanket, that's perfect for the Lions. And uh, I, like you just said, Adam Humphreys, I think he could kill it in Nashville because now that Derrick Henry's got his two feet under him, actually looks like he knows what he's doing, that might open up this passing game a lot next year. I think we could see some big numbers from the
3: Titans in the passing game.
0: Mm. Any thoughts on those receivers, Sean? You sure you don't want to ask Ryan? Uh, Ryan has already given his input. Thank you for asking. Ryan stood up and left in the middle of the podcast.
3: I was going to say Ryan is a wall. We, we should all duck down. So when he comes back, he thinks that we all just left. Or he has no idea where we are. He just sits there.
0: I'm fine with that. Let's do that. Let's, let's do that. I don't.
3: I don't have. Um, I, I I agree with Breach's exact rankings. Um, I think thanks, Sean. The Jameson Crowder it very well could be a product that, that he plays for an incompetent organization. Um, but I think the health issue you know makes that a little bit risky with the 17 million guaranteed at signing um so that's why i would put Humphreys above and look i already gave the Trey flower seal enough um in the context of all their other moves so clearly i don't think danny amandela is gonna um help the lions suddenly you know get back to the playoffs
0: you're like a baby you're like a little baby ryan who um who okay, hates.
3: that's rude
0: who, you are you're like ryan's little son who hates uh who hates the Lions? You hate Matt Patricia and you hate the Lions. True or false? No, what, I just what's, think there's the Wins a, over Wagner-McGuff. I think <laughs> there's stuff... Uh, what'd you say, Breach? Wins over Wagner-McGuff. Wag em. <laughs> That's actually a good um, one. I just think the Lions are in a really bad spot right now sure. because... Wins over wins, to... wins over Wagner-Sean. <sighs> that's wags. You'd be wags. No. no, 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 that's not right. Well, how would you do wags? Uh, wins over... Alright, anyway, what about the Lions? you think about the Lions? I'm trying to put together acronyms on the fly. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying I'm wow. trying to talk about this. Um,
3: Are you guys done?
0: Why is Ryan's microphone moving? What's he got going on in there? Um anyway, go on. Yeah. what about the I, Lions?
3: I, I don't I just think the Lions are in a tough spot because I don't think Matthew Stafford's a bad quarterback. It's just if you're paying a quarterback like Matthew Stafford close to thirty million a year, you're just you're gonna be handicapped and um so that's why I don't like the lines. But it would have taken 10 seconds for me to finish, and instead it took me two minutes.
0: Yeesh. Uh, by the way, the uh, <laughs> the Broncos oh, – Oh, Ryan's got a shirt and tie on. <laughs> wow. What's he- Ryan, you're still muted, but that's okay. Um,
1: Sorry. How so, you like that? Superman, right? Uh,
0: right. That, that was really fast. By the way, the, uh, the Broncos <laughs> – Holy crap. The Broncos are signing Kareem Jackson based on uh-huh. my – Based on my holy crap, how much do you think his three-year deal is worth? 32.
1: 33.
0: No, it must be more than that. 30, 45. 33, good guess.
1: Oh, crap, Never mind. That's not, I 40. 45? Ooh, okay. wow. That would no, no, no. It's 32, I was wrong.
0: By the way, Wofford, curb stomp, my alma mater, UNCG. 70 to 50, 58, but UNCG was leading at halftime. Real shame. Good news for my, my favorite school though, my other alma mater, NC State, for, uh, probably getting in, it, it helps, helps get rid of the buy, the bubble teams. Um, Thought you'd like that important college basketball update on a morning podcast. Uh, what about some running backs here? Could I group, uh, two of them together? Cause I think those are the only two. Or do you want to give a, anybody want to give a grade on Kareem Jackson on the fly?
2: Uh, top corner on free agency, probably one of the top and you're only paying him 11 million a
0: year. I don't think that's, that's horrible. Bad. B minus. Okay. Cool. Good job. Yeah. Rich. Great
1: tackler. Not this great in coverage, but I mean, you got to tackle people, right?
0: I was surprised to see the, it's, yeah. You he's
3: me. 30 years old. I don't know, about three years. Yeah. you got to see when they can cut them. Um, not good for the Texans, though, who are also losing, obviously, Honey Badger. And now they're losing two best players in their second
2: year. And they cut Kevin
1: so. Johnson, who signed and it, it,
3: it. it. it's $23 million guaranteed. So that's $12
2: mil a year if you dump him after two years. Yeah. If it gives you two good years.
0: And the Texans also have Jadaven Clowney on a franchise tag, which means that defense could be falling apart pretty quickly. Um, it's not. That's a good point, Sean. Just add it to my losers column. I'll be writing after this. Uh, writing after this podcast. Um, running backs, though. I see. I think the only two running backs who have signed. You can leave with this one, Sean. Mike Davis, two years, six million, and Frank Gore, one year, two million. Which deal do you like the best?
3: Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty lukewarm on both of them.
0: Do you think this means the end for Jordan Howard?
3: Yeah, I think probably. And and that had been reported before free agency that they were shopping him. Um, Mike Davis catches the ball a bit better than Jordan Howard. I don't think this should prevent the Bears from looking at running back in the draft. I still think that's an area they need to get better at. Um, I don't mind the the Mike Davis signing, and there was a little there. You know, Ryan did mention it earlier there was a little bit of rumors at one point going that the Bears would go in for Le'Veon Bell, but I'm gonna guess they were never seriously into Le'Veon Bell considering how much money that would have cost them. Yeah. Uh, Frank Gore is going to get, I think, buried behind that terrible bills run blocking offensive line. I mean, LeSean McCoy was terrible behind it last year. So I don't like that for Gore because I would like to see Gore, you know, on a contender. Um, and he can still play, he can still help. It just, it would be more fun to see Gore at the end of his career playing for, you know, a playoff caliber team. The, and the bills, as we know, are not a playoff caliber team.
0: The top three running backs on the Buffalo bills depth chart are, we say goodbye to Ryan who had to go do an HQ hit. Um, it's fun talking to Ryan. Always a good time. Top three running backs on the uh, Buffalo Bills depth chart. Sean McCoy, Chris Ivory, and Frank Gore are combined 95 years old. That's not good. <laughs> I
3: think they're also all turning a year older before the upcoming season, too. Um,
0: that
2: and that's great. literally the one position where you're always trying to get younger, not trying to get older. We always talk about you hit 30, you're over the hill, and, yes, Frank Gore some sort of mutant who somehow – Seems to keep. He's been leveled out in talent since about 31 years old and has not regressed at all. But I mean, you guys just hit the nail on the head. He's going to get beat up in Buffalo if the Bills don't do something about that offensive line and getting and beat up Allen at 35. Didn't... Sean, you're not 35
0: yet, are you? No, I'm 26. You, don't remind you me. Can't
2: take those kind of beatings at that age, can you, Brinson?
0: Uh, you cannot. Yeah, you'll get you at that age. You will get beat up. You die. You die easily. <laughs> it's not good. Um. My dad is now texting me about Wofford beating UNCG because he's a Wofford guy. Not great. Yeah, I I don't mind the Mike Davis signing. It's a nice cheap option, catching the ball well. Uh, Frank Gore will probably end up being fantasy relevant at some point in 2019 just because he's Frank Gore and he never goes away. Uh, but certainly, yeah, neither signing really, um, you know, gets that much buzz going up. Um, looking, just spinning it forward. I think, isn't that all, that is all the major signings that we had today, right? On Monday. Uh Maybe Terrell Suggs. Oh yeah, yeah Terrell. Oh, guess, yeah. yeah, Terrell Suggs. We haven't heard numbers or anything, but he's supposed to be going to the Arizona Cardinals. Great call, Breach. uh On a what I would assume is a one-year deal, given his age. He played at Arizona State in college, so it's sort of a homecoming for him. Surprised he didn't finish with the Ravens, but they've got a um, you know they got a they got a a weird sort of setup or whatever uh with their defense and their cash, and I, they're just letting everybody go, like CJ Mosley's leaving, Suggs is leaving, Eric Weddle's leaving, um, so. Uh, I don't – I guess it's fine. I think Terrell Suggs, the Cardinals have traditionally gotten a lot out of their veterans, so I don't mind it per se. Um, But not – I don't know. Not in a – Well, what if they – I don't think this is what this means because
3: I think if the number one pick, even if you add Suggs with Chandler Jones, you can still draft it in edge rusher. Mm -hmm. But if they are taking Kyler Murray, uh, then at least you do have Suggs who can start opposite of Chandler Jones. Mm Hmm.
2: I just don't understand the Ravens' defensive moves because you look like if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, your defense can be horrible. You have Patrick Mahomes you put up 45 points a game. Ravens letting Suggs, Weddle, Mosley all walk is like Lamar Jackson's your quarterback. Even if he plays great, you're averaging like 23 points a game. Your offense isn't designed to outscore the other team. You need a lot of help from your defense to, to keep things in check. And letting three kind of leaders. Just walk in the same off season seems like some bad decision making.
3: Yeah, and J- Jason Lockeford had reported last week, I think, that the Ravens were interested in uh, Tyron Matthew, and they obviously missed on him. Uh, so I'm I'm wondering, is it? It's not confirmed that the Ravens are going to let C.J. Mosley go. I think they're still trying to get him. The problem is that you know after Quan Alexander gets that big deal, C.J. Mosley should be getting a lot more money than him. Um, but I would wonder if maybe this release or not released, but letting Suggs walk, could it be related to them just trying to save as much money as possible to try to get Mosley back? Cause they are cutting a lot of, you know, they are cutting a lot of older dead weight and it would make sense to reinvest that in a young linebacker.
2: Yeah. But now you're Mosley, you get to taste, uh, what's out there. You know, you're looking at the other things on the menu. This is like your wife saying, I want to divorce. You're outdating. And then a month later, she's like, you know what? I don't want anymore, but you're already locked in. You already taste the freedom. Cause now <laughs> Mosley's been through the tampering part. He knows what he's worth. He knows what he can get on the market. Yeah. And so the, the Ravens are now going to have to outbid people instead of last week when they could have just offered a sweetened deal that he probably would have taken because he didn't know maybe what his worth was. And now, like you said, Sean, there's already been another deal handed out and, and I don't see them putting this genie back in the bottle or the toothpaste back in the tub or what people say, uh, Mosley's gonna know what he's worth, and it, the Ravens, I, I, just can't see them outbidding people. Yeah. That's been their style.
0: There's, and Mosley's a four-time pro bowler who, or three, uh, maybe three-time, no, four-time pro bowler because he has fifth-year option. Has been, if he gets, if he plays 16 games, he's over 100 tackles, plays three downs, stud line, stud middle linebacker, and if people are playing, paying Quan Alexander, he's gonna get paid. Um what do you think about Le'Veon Bell? Where do you think he lands up? I don't think he's gonna sign on Monday night. There hadn't been enough buzz about it. The last
3: time, last time Brinson did this, by the way, was Saturday when I was working. He was like, Oh yeah, you're fine. You're like, fine. no way. Your signs. Night. Get it's out not of happening here. tonight. And then of course,
0: Quit being a the sun sad millennial. He's not signing. Uh, and then he signed right immediately. Uh, where do you think Le'Veon Bell goes at the risk of dating ourselves very quickly? I would never want to date myself. That would not be good.
2: I would absolutely date myself. <laughs> <laughs>
3: My wife's <laughs> lucky. Uh, <laughs>
2: wait, but here we go. I, I will say, <laughs> and Brentson, I, I think you predicted this, and I think I also predict this. You had your Levy on Bell landing spots. I had some bold predictions from a couple weeks ago. No I still like the Raiders, and I know that Mark Davis is poorer than me right now, cash wise. Uh, maybe can't afford it, but this is one of those. You call someone up, you're like, hey, I'm an NFL owner. I'm going to get a check for like $300 million from the league next month or in a few weeks. Just bum me some money and. Bummy $60 million, whatever it is. I, I, the Raiders, if they want to get this done, will get it done. And, you know, what sells tickets, offense sells tickets. Raiders need to sell tickets because everyone in Oakland hates them. So I think they get something
0: done. Okay. Uh, what do you think, Sean?
3: I think the Jets – real quick, though, I, I got to say, um, Breach, if you are – if you have more money than Mark Davis, I'm a little bit concerned about the quality of curtains that you've got going on behind you because wow. I feel like <laughs> you should be – Upgrading.
0: Shot at Breach's wife and her curtain choices.
3: I still think, oh. Geez, Sean. Uh, um, I still think it's the Jets um, just because of the cap space. Um, they, you know, they want to surround Darnold uh, as many weapons as possible, evidenced by the Jameson Crowder signing. So I, I still think it's going to be them. And I think all the indications today are that while a lot of teams are in the mix, the Jets are still viewed as the favorites.
0: I, I think that is accurate. I will say that he. Goes to the Raiders. I think that that's what ends up happening. Maybe, maybe wrong, but I think he ends up going to the Raiders. Uh, I just Wait, think- what was Sean's
2: actual prediction? The I don't say the Jets are the favorites, but did you make an actual Jets? Prediction?
0: The Jets were my prediction. Okay. okay. Um, I will predict. Uh, I will predict the, uh, the the Raiders. All right. That, that'll do it for us. I think it's a good podcast. We'll be back tomorrow to break down everything. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Yes, John. Can I just say that I thought the worst song. Today was the Bengals and Bobby oh, Hart. Oh, I forgot about Bobby Hart.
2: Yeah, that was a terrible signing. I just had to throw this out because this is a team that let Andrew Whitworth walk because, oh, he's old, oh, he's washed up. He's not good enough. We can't give him this money. And now they're just handing Bobby Hart, who I think gave up the most sacks in the NFL last year. They're just, hey, man, here's a check for $21 million. This guy deserves maybe three years, $2.1 million. And they gave him 21000000 million. I'm beside myself. I just had to get that off my chest before
0: this podcast. No, that's a great call. That was actually the worst signing of the day. Good of you to point that out. Um would be a podcast. Four,
3: four offensive tackles, allowed 10-plus sacks last year. He was one of them. Who he also you? had 11 penalties, according to Pro Football Focus.
0: He's only 24, though. Is, that, is that There's a really good
3: highlight reel on Twitter as well That that is um, fun. yeah uh, Joe, <laughs> Andy Dalton
0: getting clobbered. <laughs> Joe Goodberry, who's like a really good Bengals follow. Was just like, like, he felt himself screaming F words over and over again. And like, that's like all he's he was tweeting was like, we're screwed. We're screwed. So not ideal. Bengals fans not thrilled about
3: it. <laughs> okay. Sorry. One last addition. Um, the Bengals offensive line coach, Jim Turner said this about Bobby Hart at the combine. I thought he did a great job. I thought he was phenomenal. I know he gave up some sacks and pressures and all this other business, but if you really watch him play, he played with passion. <laughs> <laughs> And so let me just
1: go
2: in. That this is also, uh I think, D- Jim Turner of the Dolphins' bullying scandal. So that was already – when he got hired in Cincinnati, it was kind of red flag. Everybody's like, maybe we can overlook this. And then he comes out the combine and says Bobby Hart is an all-pro, or the quote Sean just read. So it is just – I don't know what's going on with the Bengals anymore.
3: Sam Monson of Pro Football Focus says, Bobby Hart was more passionate and energetic about getting beat than any other poor tackle I've ever seen before.
0: Wow, Sam? Gosh. Well, so... he's like
3: paraphrasing what Jim Turner said. He was <laughs> yeah. bad,
0: but at least he was passionate about being bad. So savage, Sam. Uh, all right, got to leave. we got to get out of here. We're starting to keep these podcasts short. No need to hang around. Great job by you guys. Subscribe, rate, and review. Listen to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit us up on Twitter with questions. We'll be back tomorrow to break down the next day of free agency.